Welcome to Dad Devotionals with Dave Domzowski. This is the place for Christian fathers, husbands, and those who love them to find the inspiration, grace, and guidance to help you live God's will for your life and finish your race strong. We share scripture readings, prayers, and advice to help you in your personal and professional life. Now pop in the earbuds or turn up the volume and let's get to today's episode. Hey guys, are you in a leadership role in your current job? If so, I have a course for you. It's called Heroic Leadership. There is only one thing that's certain, and that is there will be uncertainty. But you don't have to wait around for things to happen. You can take charge of your life, your people, and your career. Instead of being reactive, you can be proactive. You can pivot when things go awry, which they inevitably will. Instead of operating from a fixed mindset, you can operate from a growth mindset. You can see opportunity not lack. Instead of focusing on only yourself, you can come from a place of empathy. You can be that rising tide that lifts other boats. It's time you forge ahead with an inspired plan and the motivation to execute it. You see the caliber of people that you'll be spending time with here. As Jim Rome said, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Well, you're spending time with Jeffrey Hazlett, who will guide you through what it's like to answer the call as a C-suite executive. You're listening to Sarah Staley, who has dealt with many crises in her own time at Stanford University Medical Center. You'll also hear from Sean Maroney, who has suffered from obesity and other issues his entire life. Yet all these people are stronger for their experience and will teach you how to overcome anything. Now is the time to be extraordinary. Now is the time to step up. Now is the time to be your best when things are at their worst. It's time to answer the call. Join us today. Go to daddevotionals.com slash leader right now. That's daddevotionals.com slash leader to get instant access to this course. Now, let's get to today's episode. Welcome to Dad Devotionals. I'm Dave Domzowski. Today's featured guest is Chef Sophia Monotakis. And yes, I got that correct on the first try. Food is at the core of everything she does, from catering and cooking classes to TV appearances and her meal prep business. She's a a graduate of the French Culinary Institute in New York City and winner of the Greek Orthodox Network 30 Under 30 Entrepreneur Award. And she's also mostly known for her work with the Food Network. She won the Family Food Showdown and was a contestant on Chopped Season 33 in 2017. And Chef Sophia joins us today to talk about how we can prepare budget-friendly, healthy meals for our families. Sophia, welcome to Dad Devotionals. It's so great to have you. Wow, what a great introduction. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I think everyone's going to want to know if I was chopped and, you know, I got chopped in that last round. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but hey, you know what? Um, You know, we're, we're here to hear about how awesome of a cook you are and how awesome of a chef you are. So whatever Food Network says... We don't really care. We care about what you're telling us tonight. And so if there's anything else that you want to fill in really quick here as we begin about your background, about your introduction, please do so. Yeah, I mean, I'm 29 years old. I'm going to be 30 in a few months. Um, you know, just my father's Greek Orthodox. My mom's Italian. And, you know, they met when they were younger. My dad was born in Greece. And, you know, I'm just a first generation. I just like love food and being Greek. <laughs> Italian. It's immersed in my whole entire life. So I can imagine. 
I just have fun doing what I do, just in the kitchen, everything, all day, every day. (laughs) (laughs) I I can appreciate that. I mean, I I don't have as rich of a background. You know, I got a little bit of Polish here and Irish, but I mean, you're talking Greek and Italian, man. I'm sure, you know, there's there's some really interesting meals that are prepared and just delicious, you know, for all the holidays. slow you know i just got done cooking i made a like a chicken dish with some sauce and oh, oh man okra like whole greek dish so yeah right. it's, it's not <laughs> <laughs> well fantastic so before we get into some of the meals uh that that folks can do you know i think you know especially because this is a show for parents and dads especially what are some things that you see uh that hold people back from really effectively planning and preparing you know especially healthy meals for their families Yeah, I think people get scared. Um, You know, some most people, you know, they didn't they didn't grow up in a household like I did, where just the love for food just overflows. I think people just eat to live, and you know, I'm the eat to live type. (laughs) So it's just a fine line between just feeding yourself and having fun. And I think once you start practicing, and it's like doing math you don't like it. And then you do it more because you're practicing and then you like it because you're good. And I think it's the same thing with food. You just, the more you practice, the more you're going to fall in love. And when you make something delicious and everyone else likes it, it's like a pat on the back and it makes you feel good. It's like a, just like a, like a rush of, you know, when, when you do good and someone tells you you're good, it's just the best feeling. So the practice, it's just (laughs) get in the kitchen and practice and, follow recipes. And if you get bored, you can make them your own. And that's the best part about, you know, passing down recipes, making them your own and sharing them with your family. So it's just like a whole, it's a whole big world and people shouldn't be scared to, you know, to step into it. And it could be really easy with a little help along the way. (laughs) Yeah, No, no. And I can appreciate that. I I haven't really cooked much beyond you know, throwing some things in the, in the microwave here and there, but over ever since I finished my MBA in July, uh, this is going to air in 2022. So that's of last year. And, uh, you know, I, I started picking it up a little bit here and there. And I, and I did the, the big one. I, I cooked uh, an effective and a, and a delicious uh, Thanksgiving day Turkey for the family. And, uh, you know, it actually worked out. So guys, I can tell you from firsthand experience, uh, Chef Sophia is right. It comes down to practice and just putting yourself out there. So I didn't kill anybody. So, hey, win-win. <laughs> uh, show it on my Instagram story, how to, how I prep my turkey. And there's so many people that just that follow me for the food, you know, on my Instagram. And I had so many first-time cooks make that recipe. And they were texting me because I gave them my private number. And just, I help them along the way. You you do need help. You know, it's, there's nothing wrong with asking for help along the way. If you have to ask the same question 10,000 times, go right ahead. Because you, you know, you want to give a hundred. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, well, let's get into some of those recipes. So what are some healthy meal recipe recipes, you know, budget friendly that parents can prepare and that here's the key, the kids will actually eat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, nowadays they have, you know, slow cookers, um, Instapots and all of these crazy things. I'm an old school. The the pot is my best friend. Mm -hmm. Um, So anything, uh, you know, my tips and tricks are I'm 
you know, I will eat everything healthy. So organic, I read labels. I don't like things with, you know, canola oil. I'm like more of an avocado based Mm -hmm. oil and then olive oil for just my salads because, you know, it's high in fat. It's not good for your skin. So I'm all into that, but high quality, um, sauces in your pantry. I like to stock everything. So I really just buy all of my meats. I put them in my freezer. So they're easy to take out the night before. Um, home, I was actually in a rush today and I had some chicken that I bought organic on sale. So I bought a bunch a few weeks ago and I pulled it out of the freezer. It was chicken legs. And then I had beautiful Rayos, which is a great sauce mm-hmm. that you can find market. It's very simple, clean ingredients. It's absolutely delicious. And I poured it in a pot. I didn't even brown the chicken. I put the chicken in raw. I bought some fresh okra. I stopped at the supermarket and I put the top on and I ate dinner in 25 to 30 minutes. And that was it. I didn't stir. I didn't do anything. I didn't saute. I just put it all in a pot and I put the lid on. You don't need to buy a slow cooker. You know, it's just for me, it's, it's just so much more simple than it, than it is. You don't have to saute. You don't need to sweat the garlic. You don't need to sweat out the onions, throw in the onions raw, throw in the chicken raw, put the lid on, let it cook 35 minutes and it's done. And having all of these ingredients in your pantry is, is the best. I buy, you know, pre-cooked rice mm-hmm. or, um, great you know, from Whole Foods, they have them there. You can also order them through Thrive Market, which is a great online source for like great quality, organic, clean foods mm-hmm. and right to your door. So uh, you could just take that out, put it in the microwave for 30 seconds and then put your delicious chicken and sauce and vegetables. You can throw anything in there, broccoli that's about to go bad, you know, carrots, anything. So that's like, the best part of, you know, being quick is having everything at your fingertips. So yeah. having a soft pantry will take you really far and saving a lot of time and energy. You'll have everything you need. So something like that dish that you prepared tonight, is that something that can, that would keep well? Like, could I make a big batch of that, say on like a Sunday night and have that for maybe Monday and Tuesday, let's say? Yeah, absolutely. See, the freezer is your best friend. I just did a catering job the other day and, um, I did just like a grazing board, which is a charcuterie board. And then they got delivery of some hot food and they sent a ton of bread over. And she asked me, do you, do you want this bread? Like, and I said, throw it in the freezer. And she goes, I don't like to to put things in the freezer. I'm just not a freezer person. And bread in the freezer is great. You pull it out and put it in your toaster. It's good as new. And, you know, I like to cook for for like a week's worth of food because then I'll put it in Chinese pork containers and then I'll freeze it. Okay. So it's yeah, and, and just great. Yeah, no. And I guess, you know, for, for me, like you know, my wife and I are, you know, I, I'm done work and within an hour we got to be on the road, taking the kids to different activities. So I'm glad you mentioned the, the different containers and just being able to put them in the, in the freezer, because that's something I could easily just take, hey, you know, put in the microwave really quick and take it on the go. And sure, it might be a little bit messy in the in the family van, but you know, hey, it's better than eat, going through the fast food line, right? Absolutely. I think my phone keeps going off. I don't know how to, <laughs> to silence it. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I, I can I can see you and hear you fine. Okay. Can you hear my phone going off or is it okay? No. Okay, good. 
<laughs> no worries. Be- beauty of technology these days. You know, everyone, yeah. everyone's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in a lot of Zoom meetings anyway. And I mean, this is what happens. <laughs> we do our best. <laughs> Just, um, another little you know, you're pulling it out of the freezer and it's rock solid. I feel like some people might just want to like throw it in the microwave or they'll wait for it to defrost. No one really knows what to do. Just like run the hot water and just like spin the container or whatever kind of container you have. And it'll just like release from, you know, whatever container you have it in and just put it on really low on the, on the stove and put the top on. And then within like 20 minutes, everything should defrost. So I do that with soups. If I'm making a chicken soup, I will make the biggest pot of chicken soup possible and I will freeze half of it immediately. I won't wait four days, you know, before throwing the best you come home and you're hungry and you're in the mood for chicken soup. I have it in the summer. That's how much I freeze. So I really, I do not going to lie, but it's, it's the, and you know, when you watch TV, you see these people in the mountains and all of these shows and how they hunt for like their years worth of food and then everything's frozen. It's just so much easier because they, you know, they can't get to a supermarket. So I act like I can't get to a supermarket in a way. That's how I live, but it just makes your life so much easier than going to the supermarket every week and thinking about all of these recipes and things that you're going to make. It's just better, you know, open up your pantry and, you have all of your seasonings lined up. You have, you know, your sauces, your clean sauces from, like I said, Whole Foods, I'll buy like Indian, like simmer sauces mm-hmm. and all different, different kinds of sauces just to, you know, switch it up, enchilada sauce. And then I'll just throw, you know, my defrosted chicken that I pulled out the night before and I'll throw it in a pot with my enchilada sauce. And mm-hmm. there I have tacos. I could put it over a salad. I could put it in eggs the next morning. So it's wow. just, <laughs> no, I, I like that. Yeah, it has multi, you know, a lot of different purposes, a lot of, for a lot of different meals, not even just the same meal, not even just dinner or lunch or whatever. I, you know, I, I like that, that versatility that uh, you need because you don't want to, you know, you, you buy all this stuff, you don't want it to go to waste. <laughs> oh, I have some friends and family that, oh, I hate leftovers. I don't eat that. And it's, <laughs> it's on a whole nother level. I'll take, I'll go to a steakhouse, we'll get like a dry aged steak, and then I'm the one who takes the leftovers home. And then I'll send in the group chat a picture of, you know, my horseradish sandwich with like you know, dry aged beef and I caramelized onions and put a little like whatever cheese I had in the fridge. Yeah. And you can just have like a whole lunch and you would never know that it was like a leftover. So uh-huh. repurposing is the best. Like, you know, all of my takeout, if I get Chinese or Indian, it's, it's, you know, it's I'll crack eggs in it and, you know, put it in a pot. I'll just crack some eggs and eat it for breakfast. It's a little arugula over some toast. So I am just repurposing and it's like a chopped up. So, <laughs> but it makes know. it, and you really, everything is with balance. So it's salty, bitter. You will just want to taste as you go and you can really just throw anything in there. You know, nothing too wild. We're not four years old. I, I, I have faith in everyone. <laughs> <laughs> even even us dads uh, you know we appreciate that <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to get um the men in the kitchen but um just takes it just takes a few times and like like once you make an amazing meal there's nothing better and then when you make it your own it's just it's so impressive it really is absolutely 
Now, so you mentioned a couple uh, ways we can get some of the products, but what, what are your recommendations for really getting the best quality, you know, meats and, uh, you know, side dishes and things like that? What do you say? So I'm from New Jersey. I live in an area where there are a lot of wonderful produce farms. I love to get all of my vegetables there. Um, a lot of people really don't go to a butcher shop, but that's where the best quality is. Um, you know, you really got to search online because I'll talk to people that are in the area and I live in a very, you know, I'm in central Jersey. There are so many people that live by me and they have no idea that these butcher shops even exist. So you just on Google, you know, get those delicious eggs from the farm. They make such a difference. They're so good for your health. So I, I go to a ton of different places, but uh, like a true egg from a farm is it's night and day what it tastes like. And, you know, a fresh chicken is just so delicious. It tastes so much better and getting quality is everything when it comes to food. When a tomato really tastes like a tomato and it's homegrown, like everyone knows how good that is. And that's how you don't really need a lot of seasonings and stuff. Sometimes you'll, you know, I can just boil like a beautiful chicken I'll get from a farm and, you know, use that broth to make some rice and put some lemon in it. And it's just like so delicious because the quality is so high. So everything to me and not just being a chef, I really grew up in a family that, you know, believed in that as well. And going to Europe as a kid, the food is just so different than here. And I'm spoiled. I love to like help people because the food tastes so much better when it's like a good quality and you know, Whole Foods has some good stuff. Even the snacks, I'm huge on labels. When it says natural flavors, I don't buy it. Natural flavors are not good for you. And all of these processed oils and, you know, real food, it, there's nothing like real food, honestly. Well, I, I can appreciate that too. So I'm out in Gettysburg and I mean, we're surrounded by farms as well. I mean, even the turkey that we had for Thanksgiving, I mean, it was prepped the day before. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it was, I mean, that added just to the taste and to, to the deliciousness of it. So uh, I can definitely appreciate that. Let, let's get a little bit more personal. What, what's some of your favorite dishes? What are some of your go-tos? I love anything that takes a while. Um, you know, low and slow for me is everything. I grew up eating, you know, a lot of stewed dishes. I grew up eating rabbit, which a lot of people would be wow, so okay. So tender and delicious. It's tastes way better than a chicken thigh on a bone. And, you know, just like old Greek recipes that I grew up with, you know, you know, from like my father's mom. Um, I love making like rack of lamb and crusted rack of lamb. It's mm. so easy. So easy. You just pre-sear the rack of lamb, let it sit for 10 minutes. I rub it with some Dijon mustard and some herbs. And then I'll just put breadcrumbs on it and then I'll put it in the oven for exactly 20 minutes on 400 and it is absolute perfection. It's so simple and it's just, you know, herbs and just breadcrumb and it's crispy and like just the fattiness of it. It's, I just love anything with lamb. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so get, I'm sorry. Slow cooked lamb, anything. Okay. Okay. Um, I was going to ask you this. I mean, we're, we're, you know, this is recorded during the nativity fast, but you know, we're going to be when it's, when it goes live, we're going to hear it in early January. 
But for those in the audience that fast, I mean, we have a lot of Christian denominations that listen to the podcast, but for those who are more, you know, the Catholic and the Orthodox variety, what's a dish that you'd recommend for them as, you know, that again, budget friendly, easy to prep, but during a fast period? So I like to infuse like Greek recipes into like other I fast too. So this is why, like how I make it interesting for myself, because when I was younger, you know, I would just have those Greek recipes to fast, but it's like, really you have Mexican food and it's, you know, (laughs) and like have the beans and like the enchilada sauce and like the dairy free cheeses are so good is since like everyone's a vegan (laughs) and I just like, we'll make like guacamole, but Greek style. And I'll put like mint, like fresh mint and dill and dairy feta. And I'll put it on on, like some pita bread and it's just so good. So like I'll infuse Greek food and like Mexican food and like Indian food. So like you cannot just eat like lentil soup and, you know, vegetables. Like (laughs) I grew up eating okra like every night and crying because it's like, you just get so sick of it. Like you. You know, my father put it on the table that you're eating this. <laughs> oh, they like so much. Like, there's so much variety, and Whole Foods yeah. is definitely to go to. They have a brand called Mykonos. I don't know if it's owned by Greek people, but so good. The feta cheese is amazing. You can make dairy free, like cheese, like spinach pies. Like, it's okay. just, it's endless. The things that you can make to fast. Um, I'm gonna when I'm fasting, I actually post all of my recipes on my Instagram. So yeah, I'll I'll tag you in some of those. Per, no, that'll be perfect. I'll, I'll make sure to put that up on the website so people can check it out and uh, refer back to it. So I appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah, and soups are so great because it's just that's endless. Like you can make like an Italian style. They have so many dairy-free vegan things. It's it's. Just, dips and you can make yourself snacks. They don't have to really be like full on meals. I find myself eating a little bit throughout the day when I'm fasting, because then it's just like way too overwhelming to create like a whole meal. So I'll small throughout the day. And of course I'll make like triple the portion. So my fridge is stocked because you get like really hungry and confused and you end up eating the same thing and you're just like unhappy, but it's actually the most fun I had the whole time of the year because I just go crazy out of the box with all my recipes. Well, that's encouraging. I mean, you know, I mean, a lot of people I think approach fasting as it's something like, you know, to it's, oh, it's drudgery. We got to do this again, but no, it can be a, a chance to try different things. So yeah. I appreciate that. And there's a lot of, you know, other cultures that really don't eat meat. Like, like Indian food is so delicious. My mom like doesn't say, says she doesn't like curry. And then like, you know, I'll take her to these places and it's just like so delicious the way that they combine all the flavors together. So like going out to eat is something that I do when I'm fasting because there's so much like Vietnamese food and just people love vegetables. And like, there's some like beautiful exotic vegetables that you can go out and try during that time, try different foods, you know? Yeah, no, I I appreciate that. That's encouraging for uh, you know, the rest of this fast and then the next one, because <laughs> there's all in orthodoxy, there's always seems to be one right around the corner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're Greek Orthodox. Um, what is your favorite Bible verse or quote from the saints that you want to share with us as we uh, wind down here? Oh, goodness. Um, that's going to be a hard question. <laughs> I don't know. I can't answer that. 
Okay. I really can't. Yeah, no worries. I think I honestly need to read the Bible more. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not sure. No. No. How about, uh, you know, like, quote from your favorite chef about, you know, what it, what it takes to be a chef, something like that. You know, this is a quote that I live by because you know, my father passed away eight years, eight years ago, I think it is now. Mm-hmm. And he, eternal. he would actually put the Orthodox observer on my, you know, seat in my car and he would like circle quotes and everything. He was very, <laughs> just very very religious mm-hmm. and he would leave post-its in the refrigerator all in my car it was just like that kind of so his quote was fear nothing and fear no one that's like mm-hmm. that's my biggest quote that's my favorite quote it's like my only quote and anytime I you know get nervous or anything I'll always like say that quote to myself so that's my favorite <laughs> well I mean you know man of God I mean obviously so we we give it all to the Lord and we we you know cast all our burdens and our worries on to him so I mean that's a that is a great quote to live by <laughs> yeah. it's very simple and it's straight to the point and you know it can it can guide you absolutely definitely well, look, this has been great. I do want to give you a chance to let everyone know where we can connect with you, get some of your awesome recipes and learn more about the, the great stuff you do as a chef. Yeah. Any questions? I love answering questions, helping people with their meals. If you just message me saying that I have chicken, what do I make with it? I will help you through that. Um, I am Chef Sof on Instagram, Chef and then S-O-P-H. And on Instagram, Chef Soph again, you can find me on chefsoph.com. I have about like 15 recipes on there. That's from a cookbook calendar I made. So with every month came with like a Greek recipe, like inspired fusion. I have this like um, spinach and feta dip, which you could totally make vegan with like pita. I have a lamb recipe, lamb shank recipe. I have a Greek inspired lobster roll recipe on there. So it's all on my website. Um, yeah. And I am here for you. <laughs> Anything anyone needs, you know, you can message me and I will guide you and help you, you know, buy any products that you're looking for. If you're looking for, you know, a new sugar substitute, you know, because of your health, you know, monk fruit sweetener. I, you know, live with that stuff. It's very good for you and any help, you know, this is what I like to do. I like to help and talk about food. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's awesome. Uh, Chef Sophia, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks so much for sharing and just being open and giving us just great ideas. Uh, You know, because as we start 2022, we want to be able to start it on a healthy note and then also be able to, for those that fast, be able to do it in a way that's, you know what, a little bit enjoyable, a little bit outside of our comfort zone and, you know, not just the fast itself, but then also the food that we try. So we really appreciate it. I know I, as a dad, it's, it's going to be really helpful for me. So God bless you and take care. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Dad Devotionals with me, Dave Domzowski. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, And also email us at daddevotionals at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash daddevotionals and also youtube.com slash daddevotionals. Make sure to subscribe, like us, do whatever you got to do to stay in touch. Thank you for listening.